This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Visit foobarradio.com for more details. Service safe. If you don't smoke weed by now, I will never ever ever smoke weed with you. I need some dinner, dinner now. Make sure there's chips and gravy, plus some peas come with my pie. I need some dinner, dinner now. A message for the wife, I need some dinner, dinner, dinner. Then I heard the kid shoot up, and he never held it down. Then I heard words got rounded, was bird flu. Then I heard he... Wow, there's some real nonsense out there on the radio, isn't there? I'll tell you what, mate, you know what I mean? That's why you got to be tuned into Food Bar Radio, mother lovers, right here. That's right. It's the premiere, the inaugural hip-hop show on Food Bar Radio. This is quite a moment with myself, Sarah Love, and Nice Diggy going to be taking care of you until 6 p.m. with all that hip-hop goodness. And there's so much coming up on the show today. How are you, Mice, though, first of all? We've got a whole lot going on. I'm telling you that. I'm feeling good. I feel like I've just had a workout, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it, you know? Yeah, I'm feeling good, Welcome to live radio. Yes. But, yeah, so much coming up. Oh, my goodness. We have literally... legendary status guests coming into the studio like it's not often you get to use the word legend legitimately yeah 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 I know like we get called legends all the time and I feel like we're not (laughs) there yet we're not quite there yet exactly that's what that's exactly how I feel when people say you are legends I'm like hey what are you trying to say bruv what are you talking about (laughs) ain't got no worry lines yet bruv (laughs) (laughs) not to say that legends usually have worry lines but all I'm saying is we're not there yet I think you have to get to a certain point you know you have to uh, <laughs> achieve a, a certain amount of things before people really should be calling you a legend. But yeah, we have some legendary uh, associates, should I say? For real, I got to catch up with Stretch and Bobito <laughs> last week. Um, they were in town, and um, yeah, we got an ill interview with those guys coming up. So if you don't know who they are, you better keep it locked right here to Food Bar Radio to find out. We also have a UK OG coming through the yep. studio, Chester oh, P jizzle. of Task Force. He's like one of my all-time favourite people ever to come out of this country. So A.K.A. Chester Chess. Yes, the chess monster. Chess monster. Chester Fire Eye. You yes, know what I mean? Yes. An originator of certain styles as well that you hear nowadays, Isn't left, it? right and centre. So it's going to be good to get him up. He's mm-hmm. got some stuff to talk about that's um, quite interesting, actually. I don't think many people know what he's up to, but we still want him to run for mayor. Yeah, I'm still just, holding tight you know I mean? for that. Chester P for mayor all day. <laughs> Hashtag Chester P for mayor, I should say. Yes, but um, yeah, but hold he, tight for that. He's going to come in and talk about what he's been up to uh, out in the field. And you're, you've been out in the field too, as well, doing your yeah. own investigations. I've been doing some investigating. Like, people been know investigating. about some people know about Maestro Investigates, where they got me to do a whole bunch of stuff that I might not never have known nothing about. <laughs> I say that again. I might not known yeah anyway <laughs> but so this time around we're gonna like you know condense it down to a radio format um we want to find out from the public i want to investigate how the public feel about these situations that i get myself into and see what you lot think about it because for me it is quite a conflict you know so 
I, I figured this, we're not we're better to do it than here on the My Stiggy and Sarah Love Show where we can share oh! our thoughts and our, our feelings with the with the world. Yes, yeah, so, so make you sure you tuned in. Getting in touch with us throughout the show at hip hop at foobarradio.com. You can tweet us as well at Fubar Radio. We have an international open mic, so you're gonna have to hold tight to find out who we've national this week to worldwide. join us live in the studio. Also, did you even know November is hip hop history month? I didn't even know about that. I know when I knew did about they start Black this? History Month. <laughs> I know Crackhead History Month might be coming up soon, but I didn't know there was a hip hop history month. Yeah, well, you a know, whole we, month dedicated a, to hip hop. A whole month. This wow. is serious business. So you know, we got a pretty ill surprise in store for in? the listeners uh, this week because we're going to be marking Hip Hop History Month throughout November for you as well. Every week, we're going to be asking you guys, are you taking the piss? You know, this is the time when you... This show is all about the listeners, really. Yeah. So we're giving you guys the platform to vent about something, whether that's hip-hop related or non-hip-hop related, where yeah. you were just like, what the hell, man? Ooh, you take the piss. There's a whole bunch hip-hop related. I'll tell you that <laughs> right exactly. now. We'll get into that later they on. They should though. just call hip-hop, are you taking the piss, yeah. really, isn't it? <laughs> um, and then also, we have big ups, because it's not just about being thoroughly British and just complaining and moaning and asking people if they're taking the yeah. piss. There's great things happening in the world too so um yeah there's people important people and things to shout out as well so yeah. hold tight with my stiggy and sarah love you right here on food bar radio taking right. care of you until 6 p.m every monday but first i thought let's um hit the party people off with something very special what you got well a certified uk legend as well <laughs> going by the name like a of, real legend a real legend you know, people that i grew up listening to i mean he's been killing it since the time when it really meant something to like be out there having yeah. a record on wax when everyone else was trying to sound american you know what i mean you know yeah there was a, not to say there's anything wrong with sounding american but when you on the phone to your mum like alright mum how's it going and then you're on the mic going yo so you know what I'm saying I was out there doing my thanks it doesn't make sense yes. so before everyone got used to the English accent thing there were guys like this doing what they do and doing it in a real way in a special way that's right it's Black Twang you're tuned into Fubar Radio you can always rely on Black Twang because there's lots of artists where it's kind of like when you hear they've got new material out it's a bit hair raising before you press play where you're kind of like <gasps> I hope it isn't what, what I, I hope mean, it yeah. isn't auto-tune please God let them not be using auto-tune <laughs> yeah. but that's well, you just know, me hey, some people want to keep up with the times eh? what can you do but <laughs> I like what Twang did there man you know yeah. I haven't really heard him do a tune about getting blazed either so <laughs> Yeah, that's really so interesting. That, I'm, thinking, man, I'm just going to go to the toilet quickly. Uh, okay, I'll be you'll back be in, right back. I'll be back in about 35, 45 <laughs> minutes. <with that. laughs> you call it, you're tuned into My Stiggy and myself, Sarah Love, you're live on Fubar right. Radio with the brand new hip hop show every Mondays, four till six. six. Make sure you lock in with us because we're all about representing you guys. Um, and, you know, there's so much good stuff happening in the world. First of all, i got to send an important shout going out to Jav, the tech man. I know he's locked into the show and the most important important person locked into the show my dad is his birthday today oh happy birthday dad go on blimey <laughs> go on blimey wow. happy birthday to the best dad in the world but anyway back to the radio and professionalism <laughs> I think there's so many good things going it's so easy for us just to like bitch and moan all the time isn't it? yeah especially in hip hop yeah, you know, especially in British hip hop I mean we're, we're always trying to broadcast you know we're always trying to let people know that Hip hop is about sort of, you know, it's like news reporting. You know, you're talking about what's going on in the world, whether it be right outside your front door or 
in another part of the country or you know what I mean so the universe you can't help but and there's a lot of bad things a lot of negative things that happen so it's, it's inevitable that people are going to talk about that mm. you know for me I'm glad we do something like this because for me when I got into it it was not to talk about the moan. I didn't want to come in. My, everybody was moaning and, oh, we don't get no love. And I was like, well, Everyone was being I don't rich. know how you're going to get more love by, by just bitching about it. Do you know what I mean? By complaining. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm all about, you know, we need to put out the energy into the universe exactly. that we, we want to see happening in the universe. So I thought it was important that we bring a section to the show um, where we just shout out people doing interesting things yeah. in the world. And this is um, the, the part of the show that we call Big Up. Big Up, Big Up. <laughs> and this week's big up first of all do you play chess nice. you know what's funny Sarah is I, I've played chess since I was about um, seven eight years old really yeah my school for some reason my school they drilled it into us to play chess and I think that playing chess has really helped me throughout life because the thing about it is that it, it, with chess it's all about thinking ahead you gotta think whether you can four five to like seven eight moves ahead the what? further you think ahead, the better it is for you. The more you can see what outcomes are going to um, come up, you know. So it's a game of strategy. Yeah, it's a game of strategy, and I believe that that's helped me throughout a lot of life because people are always saying, "Oh, I didn't think of that. I didn't think." But it's like, yo, the further you think ahead, the more likely you're going to be ready for whatever happens. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I believe that chess has really helped me throughout my life. Well, it's interesting but, that you say that because the um, subject of this week. Is uh, the main man Rizza of yes. Wu Tang Clan? Because the, there's something called the Hip Hop Chess Federation that's recently mm. uh, they've set up uh, something called the Chess and Life Strategies Certification Program. And this is for children, right? This so is this kids. is for kids. So basically, the program aims to help at-risk and incarcerated kids learn about decision-making, life decision-making skills. And this was all made possible by a financial donation made by Rizza of Wu Tang Clan. Wow. What a G! You know, I'm such a fan of celebrities well not, <laughs> that's not the end of that sentence I'm such a fan of people who have a profile um, using their status to you know benefit the whole community not just being on this in a positive ego way drive. as well not, not selling vodka or yeah you know uh, what else like just stuff that is like really nonsense that's We're what you want to, that's what you want everyone to do is just get drunk on all these headphones you want people to buy these headphones that are made really cheap they're actually giving people tinnitus in a sweatshop you know what I mean <laughs> tinnitus by Dre yeah um, but <laughs> yes <laughs> that's that hot shit in the streets <laughs> um, but no Riz so I really rate that he's done this um, he's also a board member of the Hip Hop Chess Federation and Rizza went to a jail in St. Louis and he met with 400 um, juvenile inmates well he got arrested <laughs> wow, uh, uh, uh. He got arrested for dodgy new beats. More on that later. <laughs> yes. But no, he went to the jail just to play chess with the kids. Um, and he spoke with them too. And he was saying, uh, he, this is what he said to the, to the youth. Um, he was like, you guys are in here for not controlling your energy. At one point, my life was on the wrong track. And I've been through the same system as you. Me and my brother got our first gun when I was 11 years old and we were riding New York City buses looking for a victim. It's, you know what's so sad about that wow. is that's too real because that's a real 
thing happening right now, even in London, all over the world. There's kids out there living this life. Um, but yeah, Riz is a big fan of chess, and he explained to them, chess is centuries-old game that can help people develop their minds, learn how to think proactively, and um, benefit them academically as well. Yeah, he yeah. said, you know, it's a game of chess in one sense, but in another sense, it's a study of life. I think that's that's too deep. But here is um, a clip of Riz that he um, met up with the New York Times chess editor, and they had um, a little chess match. To me, chess is a game of strategy, a game of calculation, a game of thinking. Just like doing sit-ups and push-ups, I think is good exercise of the brain and good exercise of character. It's just good for everyday thinking, really, especially for brothers from the urban community who don't never take that second look. Take your time. Oh, no, don't take your time. You don't have time. That's one thing we don't got. It's time. Because one second, you look at it, one second of your life could change your life, especially... If you're, you do a criminal a criminal activity, and now you're three years in jail, five years in jail, or somebody's dead, or somebody's hurt, you know, young guys go out, they want to sell drugs, they want to be thugs, they want to be all these things, and they don't think, you know what I mean? I remember we used to go out with the home homeboys, and you'll see one guy, maybe he'll break the window in the store, and everybody runs in to try to get something, you know what I mean? It's like, instead of being like, yo, I'm not going to be a part of that. I think there's a connection in the sense of flow. A good game of chess and a good flow of a, of a good combination, if you luckily get it, you know, it's hard to get them in. But it's like getting a good lyric off. How cool is that, though? Yeah, I like and what it's true. saying there. It's yeah. so true. I, I don't think people will say the same thing about Candy Crush, will they? Nah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Candy Crush ain't changing no yeah. one's life. That's just taking time away from your life. So get <laughs> off of that crack. Crack crush, that's what they need to call that. But um, no, I just think that's so ill that he's bothered to take the time out to, to do something like that and, you know, give a little back. So really, to me, the, this week's Big Up had to go to Rizzo. Big Up, Big Up! And I Woo. thought it was only hey. correct to um, play some uh, classic Woo for the party people. What, what, what was you thinking? Let's see if uh, you went the right route with this one. Keep it locked to Food Bar Radio. <laughs> Hit us up, hiphop at foodbarradio.com. Twitter, Food Bar Radio. We'd love to hear from you. You're tuned into My Stiggy and Sarah Love right here. Woo, woo, woo. It was only right to play some of that. Chess boxing. <laughs> and you know what? Also, this week, Jizza, aka the genius. Yep. Sorry, I'm just enjoying them forgetting that I'm <laughs> presenting a show um, his album's just gone plat- platinum and that's just before it's, the album's 20 Which years one? old sorry let, let me stop yeah. again <laughs> he's got, got a, a lot of albums there. right I was narrowing it down to uh, you know what I mean this a is a guy with many words here <laughs> Um, yes, you are tuned into Food Bar Radio. Um, that was some classic Wu Tang mystery chess boxing for you, um, of course, from their first album. But yeah, Jizza, his um, uh, album Liquid Sores has just gone plat- wow. platinum right before its 20th anniversary. Jeez. How crazy is that? Tw- that's-, that's a full grown adult. That's crazy, crazy. That's like mental world crazy, man. But what's even trippier? Yeah. And wow. you know, collectively, Wu Tang have sold something like 30 million albums. But Jizz is only the third Wu-Tang member to reach Platinum with a solo album. Guess who else the other solo... Uh, All right, let me guess. This should be on one of our... um... Oh, but we need to hold that. You need to keep... All right, I'm going to go for ODB and... I'll give you a clue. It's not You God's album. <laughs> and it's yeah, not. Up, <laughs> no, you, you God, I'm sure he's a really nice person. I've not met him yet. I've not met him They're yet. They're all nice people. Bless him. Bless but yeah, him. You God, I, I feel it he's for You God. He's kind of ornamentation. He's always had a verse here and there where you're like, Rah, 
sick well then when the album comes you're like yeah so yeah, we're yeah. like okay um, alright I'm going to guess it's going to be I think it will be um, ODB you said there's two others there's only there's three there's only of them. two other Wu members who have gone platinum with a solo album um, oh no 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 alright Method Man and yeah. ODB well, no, Method Man did with Takao and Takao um, 2000. Serious? Yeah, can you believe that? Wow. And um, Iron Man. Ghostface. Yeah. Iron Man went platinum? Yeah. Doesn't yeah, that make w- you feel good? Yeah, it does make you feel good. It makes you realise as well that, you know... <laughs> There's hope in the world. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, you know, I wonder how long it took then for Method Man to go platinum. Yeah. Method Man gone platinum twice with solo albums. Yeah. Wow. But he's like big time mainstream And he's star. the ladies man as well. You know, he's the, he's the one who do <laughs> choose for the women. Oh yeah, yeah, it? no, it's true. Cause it's yeah. just the, all, all I of, need. Okay, sorry, out of Wu-Tang, he's the ladies man, right? The s- smoother, less like misogynistic <laughs> ladies man. Because then you could say like... Less misogynistic. <laughs> Ghost has got his kind of ladies tunes. Yeah, but... but they're a little bit more Rugged and, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's talking <laughs> about like whipping you with a belt and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yes. So those are some fun Wu Tang facts for you. But yeah, so Damn. I'm round of applause for Ooh. for Jizzle. Yeah. I'm so Big that Jizzle, is an ill album, Liquid Swords. Yeah, man. I'm surprised that's only just gone platinum after twenty. I'm surprised you know what? only it gives three you faith, of them have gone platinum. It gives you faith. You know, just hang in there. Just <laughs> hang in there, man. You, you can Keep get there. The faith. Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> Very Jeez. good. Maybe this can be a future investigation for my show because you know what time it is now, Fubar Radio listeners. Each week we hand the reins over um, for uh, you know it's really important that we get to the we get the magnifying glass out mm. and that we get to the bottom of some burning issues. So um, I think it's only right that you're damn right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is my sack Hayes. You're damn right. And you're listening to Food Bar Radio right here on your dot uh, com dial. Yeah? I call it dot com dial. I was going to yeah, say FM, digital, but then I realized digital. on your g- you're so digital old dial. Yeah. Does FM even exist anymore? I'm not sure. Hey, hey, hey. Maybe you can Don't investigate hate on that the next FM, week. Man. I love FM. Hey. I love hey, FM. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Medium wave, Don't short hate. wave. They're still around. Even when they're not there, they're there. You know what I mean? In the atmosphere. And we want to welcome you down to the Food Bar Radio <laughs> Cafe, where we investigate exactly what you need, mother lovers. Ow! Yeah, and I'm a bad mother. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I was going to say lover, bitch. <laughs> just to uh, make rugged things out a little bit there, just throw in the key <laughs> word. Yes, it's Maestro Investigates. You're damn right. And today, what we're going to investigate? Well, let me know. What it's are we investigating? Well, it's something that I, I've had this inner conflict, man. When, you know, all right, it's time to go to the studio. You know, I realise I'm going to be in the studio for a long time. I, get, I need to get some munchies. I need to get some drink. <laughs> I need to get some water. Then I, I think to myself, should I go to the corner store? Shouts out to Mr. and Mrs. Patel. That always look after me when I go to the corner store. The convenience store. The independent. You know what I mean? The indie store. These guys started it out, I don't know, probably since the 70s or something like that. And, and thought to themselves, this, this area needs a corner store. This area needs something convenient where people could come and get their little sweets and their chocolates and their sandwiches. You know what I mean? No, we ain't going to deal with no... You know, we ain't going to sort out no, like, um, loyalty cards... 
No reward card or nothing. You come in because we're conveniently here, open till 11 p.m. from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. But then I think that's a dope advert you're giving Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Patel right now. But man. then I think to myself, wait, I could go to Tesco and get everything a lot cheaper. Ooh. I can get everything way cheaper than I can from Mr. and Mrs. Patel, and I can clock up my reward points. Think about that, yeah? So there'll be, there'll be a time when I can go back there and get a whole bunch of stuff cheaper because I've clocked up my reward points. And then it hits me like, wow, what are you doing, Weiss? What, you know, you're are meant you to be supporting... What, yeah, are you selling out or not? You're meant I'm to be supporting right these now. people. You're meant to be showing <laughs> these people love. Like, fair enough, there, Highland Spring might be 91p, Tesco's <laughs> might be 61p. It might be cheaper, but look, you're supporting these people. You're an independent artist yourself, bro. Do you know what I mean? You're meant to be out there... Showing people how to represent, you know, like a, a growing business, which is exactly what you're trying to do. So then I thought about it. I was like, man, this is a it's a it's a real conflict. So I started investigating the situation. Mm. I found out Tesco's was started off by a, a Jewish guy, a Jewish migrant from Poland. Think about it. Poland. Yeah. Everyone's talking about all oh, these Polish people. They've been here for a minute doing this thing. Anyway, his name was Jack Cohen. Mm-hmm. Founded Tesco in 1919. What? So he founded it in 1919, yeah. Damn, because I thought I remembered when Tesco dropped in the 80s. It was, was this new supermarket came to town. Yeah, that's what they make you believe, you see. That's what they make you believe. It's just the same way when Wiz Khalifa dropped. <laughs> everyone <laughs> thought that he was some... In, he'd been signed already. Tyler, the creator, was signed already. But they made it seem like they were independent, do you know what I mean? And then but dropped. they had already earned yeah. their stripes. And, uh, yeah, exactly. So they've been putting in the work. And what, what happens is it makes you feel like, I, I need to support this person or I need to support these artists because they're independent. I want to see them, what? I want to see them blow up. That's what you want to see, right? Right. What happens? They blow up and then all of a sudden now a whole bunch of people turn their back on them. Like, nah, I, I'm not really into that anymore. That's corporate. Do you know what I mean? They're making loads of money. Forget them. That's this is the conflict that we have. Everybody has it. Well, I, I feel like I have it anyway. No, I've definitely. turned my back. I've turned my back on some artists that have blown up. You have of, some moral questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that you have that to you deal gotta, with. Uh, yeah. So you know, he started this in 1919. Yeah, he, he sell like a war surplus groceries um, from a store at, at Well Street Market in Hackney. Dave Despaid will be happy about this. You know that dude, Dave Despaid. <laughs> <Hackney. laughs> Yeah, in but East he, London. He's straight East out of London. Romford. Yeah, straight out of Romford. And uh, so the Tesco brand first appeared in 1924. That's when the brand started appearing. So this is, you now, you're like, okay, this guy's starting to make a bit of money here. Okay. I don't know if he's corporate he's yet. And his stripes. But once they start calling you a brand, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when it all starts happening. They sprinkle a little diddy dust on there. <laughs> start thinking of the locks in the shiny suit. You know, that's when you start thinking, okay, these guys are <laughs> these guys are starting to do all right for themselves. That's when you start seeing Destiny's Child stop Kano in their yeah. hair. You know, there's not not so much yeah, Afro going on. Yeah. As soon as Wycliffe gets involved, man, look when Cannabis was doing his indie thing, he was cool. And then as soon as Wycliffe got involved, he's like, ah, all right, now he's starting to make okay. a bit of money. It's a wrap. So you know, so Jack Cohen he, he bought a shipment of tea from Thomas Edward Stockwell. Thomas Edward Stockwell, T E S. Oh, it's clever. Yes, and then clever. he added his name was Cohen. So after they that, spent he put a lot of time T-E-S-C-O. thinking about that, didn't they? Oh, and then you had Tesco. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, they you know put I mean? a lot of thought into that. And then he had Tesco. So, so basically, I was <laughs> thinking, like, look, you know, Jack Cohen. He, he didn't. He might not have realized that he was going to blow up the way he did. 
Do you know what I mean? But he now might not realise that he was going to turn into like scumbag corporate. Yeah, he w- he didn't realise he was going to be the P Diddy of uh, supermarkets of groceries. <laughs> or worse, yeah, yeah <laughs> even worse. <laughs> and then, but all of a sudden, now multi-billion, you know, industry or whatever. Mm. So, sorry to Mr. and Mrs. Patel, but every now and again, I do go over to Aww, Tesco. You do you know, know what I mean? Clock up my reward points because. I can even get cheaper petrol every now and again as well. You know, there's, I have to weigh up the options. So what I do now, I'll go Tesco one day, then I'll go to the, uh, Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> Patel the other day. To conscience. Yeah, to help my inner conscience. You know what I mean? So I want to investigate from the public, from you lot out there. Please hit us up at Fubar Radio or hiphop at com, and let us know who do, you know, indie or corporate, which one are you? Are you? Do you support more of the corporate industry because you understand that they've started from an independent place and, and managed to build what they have to, to, to be as big as they are? Or do you just stick to the indie? As soon as they blow up, do you just turn your back and then find out, find someone else who's independent and support them as well? You let us know at foodbarradio.com, mother lovers. Because I think there's some people who don't even, you know, they don't give a damn. They're just like, look, wherever it's cheaper, like that's their problem if they can't sell it to me cheap enough. I like make a point of not using any of those loyalty cards or any of that nonsense because it's just a trick to try and, you know, so you give up information to them. I ain't down with any of that. And, you know, Tesco's, yeah. they're pure evil. Like, they are one in every four, every fourth pound in the UK is spent in Tesco's. Yeah, but how is that evil? Because they have so much influence on British politics. Like, they are running David Cameron. Come on, imagine. Serious? But think how much money that equals for every fourth pound in the UK. That's a yeah. lot of influence. Yeah. You know, because if they just go, look, we're so going to do this. So influence as in here, if I give you this, blatant, you do that. Blatant. So just I, like Tate and Lyle and all of those slave masters from back in the day. They're, <laughs> they're the modern yeah. day equivalent, but they just dress it up in a way because they've learned that, oh, damn, if we do it blatant like that, yeah. where we're blatantly pimping people and being slave masters and that's not really going to go down very well so you know they're, they're, they're more smooth with how they go about it and then yeah this is yeah because makes... I didn't even know about that yeah no they're pure evil man and they have so much political influence like the amount at where they source their um, products from all of this kind of stuff you know mm. that has massive influence on farmers on agriculture in this country on uh, trade deals wow. with other countries all of this stuff and so for me I think I would rather not contribute towards that I definitely don't want to contribute with like the nectar points or whatever that nonsense is Um, (laughs) that's Sainsbury's sale let's get (laughs) this right (laughs) but then you say whenever I go to the supermarket I ask the person behind me if they have a reward card and then they're all like oh my goodness that's so kind of you well then you are supporting it then no, but I'm not giving them my information but it's because the other person they're collecting points and then they, they always feel really like chuffed and yeah. they have so, a little okay, skip so in their I guess, step see that's how you balance it out then I guess so you so, balance yeah. it out by look I'm not going to be part of this little game you've got of taking buggers. my information and whatnot. but I'm going to let this other person use their information yeah <laughs> yeah yeah basically <laughs> but no I wonder though how other um, people feel about it because obviously this is something that feeds into music and the hip hop game too yeah, I think exactly. there are artists though who have got, gone mainstream you know they've done mainstream hits and they still have credibility so I don't think just straight away that if you have a crossover hit that makes you a sellout a sellout so I mean, some people well, who are underground who were got that sellout vibe about them isn't it? it's like well, we're just talking about Jizza going platinum 
with mm. liquid sores. Liquid sores is like underground, grimy. I mean, you cockroaches can't really get much. Probably bump that <laughs> shit wherever they are. Rats in the yeah, sewers, like they're bumping answer. liquid sores. You know what I mean? <laughs> right now, uh, Method Man. I mean, basically anyone from Wu Tang. Uh, is probably still a bit grimy in some sort of sense. And that's we'll why get we into love that them. later. That's why we love them, though. <laughs> but you know, so that's what I'm saying. Is I, I'll have that. I'll be like, yeah. But at the same time, if if all of a sudden I went platinum with whatever, or, or my stuff went corporate, and I'm still me, you know what I mean? Yeah, but we wouldn't be friends anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm joking, well, of course. At least I'll be clocking up my uh, <laughs> next <reward> points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I definitely want to know uh, how like uh, the general public feel about it. Hit us up in the studio. Hip hop at foobarradio.com. Twitter at foobarradio2. Here's some right. brand new Eric Sermon. Indie corporate versus, versus indie. Which one are you, mother lovers? Ouch, man. I'm feeling New that. Eric Sermon. That's the funk I'm talking about. That's what the funk I'm talking about <laughs> right there. Shout out to Paul Mancy. Shout out to Maximus. Uh, shout out to Sally. Keep your shout outs coming through to yeah, us yeah. on the email at hiphop at foobarradio.com and you can tweet us too at foobarradio. <laughs> this show's all about you guys, so we want to hear from you. We've got so much goodness coming up for you, including Chester P live in the studio later on. We've got Ooh. an international open mic coming up. It's Hip Hop History Month and I've got to let you know, we, we, we've got a bit of a competition, but let, you're just going to have to keep yeah, it locked to find out what that's about. me on the spot with this one right here, boy. I know, this could, this could finish us, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, I might have to remove the hip-hop tattoo I've got on my chest. <laughs> yeah, those credentials are going to be taken away from you. But yeah, hold up to find out how we will be marking Hip-Hop History Month, which is, of course, November um, here. And yeah, we would love to hear from you. But um, last week, we um, I got to catch up with some amazing, amazing people. Did you ever hear the Stretch and Bobbito show, uh, Mice, at yeah, any time? Yeah, you know what? I did, man. And it, it was always... Um, it was always like someone had a tape of it or, you know, it was always random. So I never really got to listen to them on, what was it, WBLA? I always wanted to ask them, what did that stand for? WKCR. Yeah, WKCR. I never knew what the W's and the K's and... Do you know what? I'm ashamed to say, I, in fact, after the Stretch and Bobbito show finished in t- 2002, uh, Bobbito handed the show over to um, Susio Smash and he turned it into oh. the Squeeze Radio show. And then while I was living in New York, I uh, co-hosted the show with him for a bit. So I was oh, actually at WKCR. <laughs> See, I've been out here. Out what it no, but all of the stations in the States are like W something. I don't know. Yeah, if the, what does it mean though? I don't, well, it's at Columbia University, so I don't know if the sick oh w, gosh, maybe Nat can find the w, w, uh, <laughs> How disgraceful, know. but all of the stations in America have like one of those crazy what was like, the experience initials like and everything. Then? Did it feel, did oh, you feel it the was essence? amazing. It, I mean, the studio that I was in wasn't the same original studio oh. as they first started. In. Oh, so forget it wasn't, about it okay, then. Okay, no, yeah, I'm sorry, joking. I'm kicked out off of the show now. <laughs> no, I'm joking, um, I'm joking. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it was still just ill to the, the just the the aura that the, the the show had. You know, it was still very much like in the same essence as when uh, of what Stretch and Bobby I started. And if you've never heard of Stretch and Bobby O, they basically did this legendary um, radio show on WKCR at Columbia University, where that basically kick started anyone who's anyone in hip-hop that's where their careers started i mean if you were biggie if you were nas if you all jay-z, the gr- jay-z. everybody's heard the um jay-z and big l freestyle like you hear it every you know someone's always put it on a mixtape somewhere or you're always hearing someone talk about it up till now where 
um, Big L kind of you know outdid Jay Z in a whole freestyle session or whatever. And I mean, it was there's just so many classic moments on there, like with yeah. Rock Raider, all of these um, all uh, of these legends, peace, Rock yeah. Raider, and so they basically made a film, a documentary, just um, to document the, right. everything that happened at that important time because to me this is an important part of like popular cultural history not just like hip hop history or yeah. you know MC in history or whatever they had the screening uh, the European premiere was uh, a week ago in London and I went down to that and it was absolutely amazing not only to like go to a packed cinema with all of your mates um, uh, who apart are all hip hop heads apart from you yeah um, <laughs> no, uh, but yeah to all uh, hip hop heads because you know how it is being a hip hop head normally you're the only person who really knows yeah, us you're the only lo- who speaks that language yeah, yeah. 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 and so Ranger. to be in a cinema watching a film about underground hip hop with a bunch of hip hop heads was just like so ill Stretch and Bobbito were there and they did like a whole Q&A after the show wow. and then the following day um, I went and met up with the guys at um, Mayfair Hotel in London nice. and uh, to chat about the um, film which was super dope and first I asked them about um, how just the film had been received so far at their other um, premieres and so um, let's get into some like, yeah I was going to say Bob. can we hear it like you're talking about it but can we hear it like I'm just saying <laughs> shout out to Broken Soul Boy locked in <laughs> keep it locked right now you're about to hear the sounds of Stretch and Bobito and this is um, them running us through with how the film's been going so far it's called Radio That Changed Lives I mean phenomenal we, we, yeah, we have sold out Pretty much every screening in every city we've done, most notably L.A., where we had 500 seats full and then like 50 people standing in the back at the historic Regent Theater. But also in L.A., we opened up at BAM Cinema for a week and two out of the first three nights, the opening weekend, we, we sold out as well. And this is without film reviews. This is straight like, you know, just people being amped from the trailer and the word of mouth, just like our show was. It was like, you know, sort of like hand to hand combat you know, like promotions. Yeah, you had a crowdfund type uh, thing going on to back the film too. So it's all in the same traditions as the original show. But I got to say, watching the film yesterday, I wasn't lucky enough to get to experience the show when you guys were rocking on WKCR. But it was emotional for me even to watch the film. It was just golden, golden nuggets, man. Right? I was thinking, what was it like for you lot to revisit all of those classic times after so long? It's been, it's been just a lot of fun. Um, emotional at times um, we've spoken after every screening and, and we're both amazed by how each of us separately have gotten emotional at different moments in the film depending on where and, and what the audience is it's kind of I mean there's, there's a lot in there that, that really for me just resonates and neither of us really miss the 90s we're not in some ways this is a piece of nostalgia and I think you know, th- there's much about the '90s that was that was really special. I mean, we were young, we were really into what we were doing, and and to take that journey back with the artists that were there as well is has been really kind of meaningful and, as we just said, touching, um, and a lot of fun. I want to add too, like the London crowd. So, like, I didn't even realize it is true. Like, each screening has had an audience that has taken in different things, and what I noticed and I loved about the London audience last night at the at the BFI 59th Annual Film Festival was that when Raider and Rob Swift performed, that got like arousing applause. And that didn't happen in New York and it didn't happen in LA. Wow. And, and it, you know, and so it was like, wow, it's like the elements of hip hop that we represent in the film 
they're being received like strongly by London. And the same thing with Case Two. You know, yeah, when yeah, he yeah. he got like an applause last night, which you know, I think when we screened it at Central Park Summer Stage, we had like three thousand five hundred people out there, and so I mean, they were clapping at everything, like yeah, like <laughs> it was just like, but it was more selective last night to what the crowd reacted to, and it was nice that they reacted to graffiti and and DJing as much as they did to the you know the Biggie moments and the Jay Z moments and all. I think that makes sense. I mean, as a DJ, I would often look to the UK for for what DJs were playing and I was I was very aware of mm. of DJs because I think it took a while for the UK to really breed its own version of hip hop. I mean, with a few exceptions, a lot of the, the British rap records in the in the eighties and early nineties weren't always amazing. Um but DJing was always huge here. I mean the DMC events were at huge arenas here yeah. whereas in new york they'd be at clubs but yeah. here there was a you could see video or hear tapes of the dmc uh battles and you would not believe the sound that these crowds are making and um so i think that's why those dj scenes really yeah. really resonated with right with now. the with the local crowd here it was definitely deep just seeing raider just flash on the screen and seeing those routines it was exciting and for many of us that was the first time we got to see that mm, footage yeah. too and of course we have like a tradition of hip-hop here reaching back almost as long as hip-hop has existed so you know it's it's sentimental for us as well but for me the story of what you guys did it reads like a fairy tale i don't know if it's just been me romanticizing these things because i wasn't able to be there in person myself but then watching the film it really was like the best fairy tale of my life like better than Bethlehem and the stable and all that business <laughs> honestly you couldn't write this stuff but I wondered whether if you guys at the time could feel that classic moments were happening I think um fairy tale for us no because it was a chore to be up from 1 a.m to 5 a.m every Thursday I mean in my case I didn't retire until 2002 for 12 years it was a very hard time slot you know uh, received death threats, um, you know, had to receive artists at the door who were upset about not being able to come on, you know, on the mic. And so, you know, there were definitely balances to those insanely beautiful moments when, like, OC is rhyming over Lost Professor's SP 1200 beats, and you're like, and you're, in the moment, you're like, this is never going to happen again. You know it. It's just because you could, you sense it. It's, 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 it's a, it's a, it becomes a spiritual awakening at, at that time and there's other moments in our show that weren't spiritual at the time but have become spiritual like the big Jay Z moment you know i think that night we were both like oh that was a dope cool. freestyle yeah. but we, we weren't like on. yeah it wasn't like the best freestyle ever but now it's like big l passed away jay-z became this huge deal and now we look back at it and we listen to it and we cherish it because it's like oh wow like we didn't realize what was happening at the moment so i think it was both I mean, certainly there were a number of shows, a number of moments where, you know, as it's happening, Bob and I are looking at each other and we just sort of gave this like glance of acknowledgement. Yo, this is crazy right now, right? <laughs> of course, then we got to get back to facilitating the show. Um, and in those moments, we we couldn't like what was happening any more than we had. There was, there, you know, as much as you could like a piece of music, we liked what was going on. And that was it. So it doesn't get any better than that. So in, in that sense, yeah, I knew, I knew there was classic, classic moments were happening, sure. 
golden. No, I know how much work it takes to do a specialist show. And for me doing only four years late night hip hop show, that was hard enough graft. And I felt exhausted <laughs> after that. And then on top of that, when I was realizing you doing it all as a DJ, but purely vinyl, which is complete different. To, you know, it was hard enough work accumulating whack ass mp3s to do a show with kind of thing let alone like filling a whole show with wax that's crazy not just the weight yeah, of it wax or a cassette and then dat but it was um cds too but yeah you know you had to these were these were hand to hand i traveled many miles to get a song <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that though. I mean, if you saw last night, people had tears in their eyes, man, after the screening. But I mean, if you weren't a hip hop head and you had no kind of connection to any of that, why should you care about this film? Well, I think um, credit to everyone involved. It's a beautiful film. Forget rap, hip hop, anything. Like uh, Omar Costa, the, the producer as well as art director, I mean, he really layered the animations and the and the photos and created this sort of projector effect to give it like that sort of old feel and every image was treated and Eli Escobar who did the original uh, compositions for the film I mean we told him like we wanted to feel derived from hip-hop but not necessarily hip-hop and he completely achieved that you know the moment when we uh, show the card about Biggie being murdered and you hear that you know his baseline coming in it and it, it, it you know it just it penetrates you so but beyond that it's just a it's Americana it's it's anthropological it's it's the United States it's New York in the 90s it's an era that came and went and won't ever come back and it's personal narratives me and stretches the artists who came through as well as the listeners and so there's, there's a lot to enjoy in the film and it's funny <laughs> People laugh. You know, docs are generally not funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, there were definitely lots of laugh out loud um, moments for sure. But no, you guys did a wicked job of just making it an interesting storyline that can capture you even if you're not involved in the, the scene at all or anything. But I was definitely curious, was there anyone during those years that you were hungry to get on the show that you were trying, but it never came through? No, and and we were we were <laughs> basically no. We were fortunate enough to have basically the the cream of the crop from the '90s, and you know a lot of the time we we created the cream. We gave a platform for these artists who were unknown to become the cream of the crop. In addition, with artists like Cool Keith and and Craig G, who were established in the '80s, our show reinvigorated their careers and sort of gave them a second life. With that being said, there are a few artists from the 80s that didn't need to be on our show, which I think we would really love to have on the show. I mean, guys like LL, Run, Run DMC, Jam Master J came through. Rakim would be amazing. But I mean, G-Rap came through and on multiple occasions and really made us feel like <laughs> we were doing something pretty good. <laughs> amazing. So, yeah, what are your personal favorite performances then, each you? Uh, I mean, tough to say. I, I would have to go with uh, OC, Ramen Over Law, Professor's unreleased beat knowing that OC was unsigned and kicked a verse that never came out and then similarly Nas uh, Ramanova Stretch's beat you know which was unreleased Stretch's beat never came out uh, Nas's first verse was off the top of his head no one knew that he could do that his second verse uh, off of Memory Lane was released on the Illmatic album five months later so it's like a you know early preview, and you know Illmatic was the best album of of the era, and here we are previewing it with you know this prolific artist in one of those like frozen moments. Like if you weren't listening, you missed it. 
for real what about you did you have any favorite like personal performances yeah obviously you know Nas rhyming over a beat that I made a, a beat that I was happy enough to share with the world and let Nas listen to before he approved it um <laughs> that was that was huge I mean we kind of revered Nas you know as early as 91 90 when we barely heard anything from him but we knew that this guy was the truth this guy was a big deal even before he had a record out so that was that was that was tremendous for me and then you know the the film really has i think most of our favorite moments certainly the other ones i mean mob deep came up there once and they rhymed on the same gangstar beat that uh brand newbie and rhyming on in the film and they just they just killed that night and mad skills when he came up with q-tip that was just that he did the destruction. <laughs> There's so many moments. The disintegration. And, yeah. The disintegration. But it really was, you know, it was a week-to-week thrill and, and often a blur. And like Bob just said, you know, when L and Jay were up there, it, at the time it didn't really stand out as an exceptional performance that we'd speak about through, through the week. And, and there were lots of those from many artists that your listeners might or might not have ever even heard of. And that's what it was like. But what an epic task of 12 years of the show to whittle that down to 90 minutes. I mean, how, where the hell do you start with that process? That must have been hard work. Well, I mean, you know, when the film was conceived in February 2014, only a year and a half ago, uh, I wrote a script. And, you know, I ran it by Stretch and I ran it by Omar. And we all agreed that these were the compelling moments and potentially the compelling artists and listeners that we would want to have interviewed in the film. And... I think there's no moment that didn't make the film that I'm like, dang, I wish we could have fit it in. Like, the film is as perfect, not that it's, nothing is perfect, but as perfect of a representation of what I would want as the director as what happens. It's been said many times that you guys created one of the greatest radio shows, not just hip-hop-wise, just full stop in popular cultural history, I think. It's um, certified seminal for all of us. Um, and I think you guys really set the template for what a hip-hop show should be. So what are those key ingredients cooked together there that made it so classic? A little bit of stretch, a little bit of bob. <laughs> <laughs> And a, paprika and, a, and oregano and a lack of sleep <laughs> <laughs> the delirious chefs I mean I, I don't know about all hip hop shows I just know that our show was, was successful because of the friendship that we had and have and our sense of humor and how different we are and and also what we had in common and very quickly on we just realized that we could only be ourselves on the radio because if we tried to be anything other than that we would have felt ridiculous. So we just were ourselves. And, and, and when we started the show, we were actually room. Ourselves was, was being ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and I mean, we lived together when we started the show. So okay. the apartment, whatever was going on there, we would just carry over into the, into the show. And it was completely, uh, perhaps if anyone else was talking about the stuff we were talking about, it might really be boring. Um, and just a, a waste of time, but somehow, People liked coming into our world, and, and um, that just gave us the feedback that let us know that, oh, you know, this is cool. We're, people, people like what we're doing. And, and, um, but you know what? That was never even a dialogue that we had. We just – we didn't care. We didn't care what, what people thought. Then maybe that's, maybe that's, the, that's the lesson. We, didn't, we just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Jeez, right? 
Wow. Yeah. That was the sounds of Nas freestyling. I think it was like five months before the Illmatic album dropped. He went on as a guest on the Stretch and Bobbito show on WKCR. Um, That's probably the only time I've ever heard Nas do that off the top of the head. Real the freestyle. Top of the dome piece. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, usually it's like a, a verse. You know, it might be a freestyle verse, like something he's written, but that was actually off the top. And like, he sounds young and hungry, don't you think? And then yeah. it's just so ill at the beginning. How it's like, yeah, shout out to my man, Large Pro, Primo, yeah, Q-Tip. Yeah. They're doing some beats on the album. But yeah, who would have known that that would have turned into like the ultimate album of the decade, mm. of that whole era, really? And to think, you know, and, and just to think that the launching pad right there, like Stretch and Bobby, or what they've, you know, what they've accomplished, the amount of artists that they've given a chance to to get their voice across they gave you know, the platform amazing, they set up the platform but yeah before that I was talking to um, Stretch and Bobbito last week about the film that they've just put out um, it's called Radio That Changed Lives and I'm telling you if you're a hip hop fan like you just gotta go and see this because you're just gonna be like beaming through the whole film and it's just awesome like the amount of history that they cover in there as well you can uh, peep it online hit up stretchandbobbito.com that's B-O-B-B-I-T-O dot com um, for, to find all the, that good stuff and it was crazy because there's even shows classic shows that they have from back in the day that they never recorded themselves but they had listeners from then who sent them like the audio to wow. share in the film and stuff and then in the film how they're talking about all the people in jail who used to listen to the show and all yeah. the MCs where that was the first time the world ever heard of them you heard them shout out OC on the uh, in the interview there if you missed any of this you can go back to the podcast and listen back to the show with myself Sarah Love and my Diggy yeah. on uh, Fubar Radio so yes that was that was super super so when they, they were talking about um, living together like Stretch was saying yeah, yeah. we used to live together were they? which I never knew until yeah, 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 yeah. Them. <laughs> but I mean when you listen to the show it sounded like they were just in the front room just chatting away you know mm-hmm. smoking or whatever like Stretch would always be like <laughs> you know like always saying some funny stuff were, were they in the same hotel room Oh, when I spoke to them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was just the three of us sat together um, chatting about the, the show. But yeah, I, I don't want to give too much away about the film because I think everyone should go online, True. hit up stretchandbobbito.com and listen and watch the film because it's amazing, amazing, man, amazing stuff. That was a wicked stuff. interview, man. Oh, very cool. Really and uh, yes, you're tuned into Fubar Radio. Keep your messages coming through to the studio. You can email us at hiphop at fubarradio.com. Hit us on Twitter as well at Fubar Radio. Coming up very soon, we have one of my favourite people Ooh. in the hip hop game in the UK. Likewise, He's going to be live man. in the studio, Looking Mr. Chester P. Hackenbush, the So hold tight for that. And before that, you AKA know, Chester Farai. Chester Farai. <laughs> I forgot about those days. I love that nickname, man. Oh, oh, yeah. Feeling all nostalgic. But, so but no, what, before that, though, we yeah. also have to remember that November is Hip Hop History Month. Yes, exactly. And so, w- Maestro and I, I'm also a fan of University Challenge. Yeah, yeah. So you know, Sarah like has instigated people. this, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I do have to remove no. my hip hop tattoo that I, I imprinted on my chest, it's Sarah's fault. But what we're tell him what we're going to do, Sarah. Well, right. Or tell him what you made us do. Well, no, I thought seeing as it's coming up to the university challenge final, I know how sad is that that I like know that and everything. Yeah. Um, and also, it's Hip Hop History Month. I thought it was only correct that we kind of celebrate all of that goodness on this show. And so we're going to be bringing you a very special game of Hip Hop University Challenge. <coughs> Maestro and I <laughs> are battling yeah. it out, yeah. and this is the first stage of the tournament. So hold tight to see how that goes down. This could be the 
end of all of our uh, both yeah, of our credibility this, this might be the beginning and the end of the this show right the, here yeah, <laughs> and our careers yeah. so um, yeah don't don't miss out on that but before we get into that I wanted to play something fresh from another one of my favourites in the UK goes by the name Scorsese Scorzilla representing Nuts you're tuned into Fubar this is brand new from his album Eon Piece of the Puzzle keep it locked Big up Oh, oh, he hasn't finished yet. One, two, three, 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 three. That we went, we went well with that, though. That, that <laughs> we works. Did. You know what I mean? We, we did. You're hired, mice. Yeah. You're hired. You're tuning into Food Bar Radio. Of course, we're playing you all that good hip hop stuff. That was the sound of Scorsese. Make sure you go check out his brand new album. Uh, that is called Eon, a piece of the puzzle. I love that dude so much. And you Big are tuned into man. the sounds of myself, Sarah Love, and my Stiggy. And right now, it's Hip Hop History Month. Yeah. We're also coming to the end of the University Challenge. <laughs> yeah, not that any of us knew that apart from Sarah. Not but that yeah. anyone else cares we'll just, about that uh, we'll leave me. It. <laughs> but I have to say, I do have a soft spot for a nerd. And so, you know, I thought um, the perfect idea was to combine the two. We've got a couple shout outs yeah. before we get Let into that. Let me shout out um, Terra Bliss. Shout out to my brother Terra Bliss locked in. Shout out to Chris Hammett on Chapel. How the, hope the kids are getting better, my brother. Hope they're not too ill. Yeah, there's a few of us being ill, but yeah, we, you know, we all sort it out some way or another. I don't know how, but we're going to do it now anyway, mate. <laughs> university, hip hop university challenge. Keep your messages coming through to us on Twitter at Foobar Radio, and you can email to at hip hop at Foobar Radio too. But right now, it is that time. <laughs> Hip-Hop University Challenge. <laughs> Asking the questions is not Jeremy Paxman. Woo! I'm excited. I feel like I'm on yeah. University Challenge for real. <laughs> <laughs> if you can see Sarah's face right now. Okay, so so basically, tell them what's going to happen. We're going to. So basically, if you've never seen the show University yeah, Challenge before, know, it's like the it, ultimate mate. nerd questions where yeah. you're just like, "How the hell do these people even know this stuff?" And um, so I thought me and Chal- uh, me and Mice should test our hip hop yeah. knowledge. Sarah just now, wanted Nat, to really put uh, me the, on the spot. The Queen yeah, Bee at Food Bar Radio, Nat, has picked these questions. I have no idea what they are. Um, whether I, if it's anything to do with like auto tune, I'm going to get it wrong. So, nah, um, so there's hope sure for you, my auto tune. There's hope there, for you, know. Maestro. You know, I've got my Kanye <laughs> albums on. Uh, yeah, repeat. So, should we get into this game? Yeah, let's get. Let me find my button challenge. first of all. Can I just make sure my button works? Okay, yeah, test out. Fubar Radio Diggy. Yes, okay, yes, yes, it's working. Right. It's working. So yeah, Check let's uh, let's get into things then. Welcome to Hip Hop University Challenge. Let's meet the two players. My name is Sarah Love. I'm a DJ and I'm from North London. And on the other team is my Diggy. I'm a natural born spitter and I like to pull my pants down and crap in your dinner. Oh. <laughs> okay then, fingers on buzzers. Here's your first starter question for ten. Which rapper claims his daddy is Brian Birdman Williams? Fubar Radio Diggy. Oh! Lil Wayne and he writes like this. That's not Lil fair. Wayne? That's not fair. I hey, hey. Play. Your reflexes are quicker than mine. Yeah, yeah, I've got the fast twitch uh, reflexes, so. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Thank God I'm black. <laughs> List the original members of the LOX. Fubar Radio, oh, Diggy. Oh, your reflex is not good, uh, good enough. Wait, Sheik Luch, um, Styles P, long. and 
Jadakiss. Jason Jadakiss Phillips, Jadikis. David Styles P. Styles, and Sean Sheik Luch Jacobs. Yeah, I didn't know their real names, but I, I don't think you get those Sarah's points. Hey, I don't think you get those <laughs> points because I was looking for like their birth name, what their grandma calls yeah. them, and everything. Okay, who aided Lil Wayne in singing the chorus for his record-breaking single Lollipop? Fubar Radio, Radio Diggy. Yeah, go on. Sarah. I have no idea. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know what his name was. I'll tell you what, though. He's not alive now. I could give you that for five points. Static Major. Correct. Uh, I don't know if you did really get that. Yeah, I wasn't correct, but he's not alive, though. Google that. (laughs) Google that. Google that for five points. (laughs) Which rapper's cousin is Ice Cube? Fubar Radio. Radio. Love. Diggy. I think... Are you sure, yeah? That's a bit of female uh, companionship there, Nat. I'm I'm having a mind. Oh, you don't anyway. know? Yeah. Okay, it's Del the Homo Sap Funky Homo Sapien. Oh. Del the Funky Homo Sapien. Ah, in your face, in your female face, Sarah Love. Oh, that's some <laughs> real fighting talk. Come on. Okay, so name oh. the 1996 Grammy-winning duet by Method Man and Mary J. Blige. Who are you, Love? <laughs> yeah, you're all I need, or something like that. I'll be there for you, uh, and. You're all I need to get by. Yeah, see Jeez. there? Woo! I got half of it, right? <laughs> yeah, I just, but I'll get like I just never point. felt like You're that so tune was for me to really be getting into. It always felt like he's talking to a chick. I'll just say that now that I don't really buy R&B tunes, uh, R&B records because this your disclaimer they're singing now? to women. This so I always now. feel a bit funny listening to Keith Well, Sweat. it seems clearly that uh, you championed in this first round of Hip Hop <laughs> University Challenge. We'll just have to see how things play out you know next what I'm saying? week. Just a give my prize, baby. <laughs> Come on, with it. Very impressive performance from both players. And please join nah, us not in from both. time for the next <laughs> round of Hip Hop University, University Challenge. Challenge yeah. But until then, it's peace out from DJ Sarah Love. <laughs> peace. And peace out from my Stiggy. Peace. And peace out from me. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we roll. So you'll just have to see how Woo! things play out next week before we bring Shouts our out next to the winner. super ill guest into the studio, Mr. Chester P. Hackenbush. I was like, we've got to warm things up with some ill Chester spitting. And this is one of my favorite Task Force jams. So, you know, it was only right to kick things off like that. Keep it locked to Foobar Radio. <laughs> Hit us on Twitter.com. At Foobar Radio, hip hop at foobarradio.com is the email too. Chester P. Hackenbush coming up right Woo! next up after this one. Shouts out to the winner. <laughs> of this round, of this round. Chester P. Hackenbush, task force forever. Task force forever, for real. Long lasting. Oh, and we have Chester B. Hackenbush in the studio with us right now. Wait, hold on. Chester, I need to put Chester. your mic up. Look, it's a professional operation here, honestly, Chester. Sarah's just screwing because, you know what I mean? She I realizes I'm just sabotaging she's not as hip-hop as I am. She doesn't know about Little Wayne songs like I do. You know what I mean? That's I'm proud. I, I, I think. I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure that makes you hip hop for knowing. I think it makes you more hip hop to not know Little Wayne songs. Well, hey, at least I but can keep my hip hop tattoo You're just versatile and eclectic, you know. Look, no. Chester said it, not me. Okay, and you know Chester is like the G, so he yeah. can get worse. And no, honestly, at the end of that, ch- first of all. Shorty There's Blitz no Those are some of my fa- Favourite cuts On a UK record oh, I love the- oh, Sorry I can't even I didn't know Who done the cuts On that <laughs> <laughs> It's because I'm like the same- <laughs> It's a life yeah. loop Big up Shorty yes, Blitz man. Real, man. They are good cuts man. Shorty got In my dissed. head I was thinking who could They were that, that memorable yeah. Who produced that beat? 
Uh, 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 Wiley Coyotes. Oh, uh, Wiley it, it Coyotes. was like he I was sort was of like Raw Dog before it turned into Raw Dog, and then Serious. he kind of fell out of Raw Dog. Yeah. Not fell out with them, but, but just, just dropped out of the movement much, yeah. when Raw Dog kind of picked up. Yeah. yeah. But now at the end of that tune, Shorty's cut in. Yeah, Chester B. Hacking Push, Task Force Forever. And it is Task Force Forever. It like, is. do you realize, Chester, how much Task Force means to people out here? Yeah, of course I do. You, do you know, but you know about the influence that you nah, guys have I mean, had. Do you on know what? Like, it, it's not. It's something I'm aware of. It's not something I dwell on. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? yeah. Well, that's that's humble. For, that's for, you forever's humble. good, but humble. Uh, you know, it's, it's nice to be important. It's more important to, to be, be nice. nice yeah. yeah, nice to be. Yes, yeah, Chester knows already. But man. that's why we love Chester so much. Yeah, because it's just the realness right it, there. It carries you a long way. Just being like normal. You know what I mean? What, I, so what have you been up to? What's what's been going um, on in the world of the Mr. Hackenbush? You know what? I've been, I've been, I've been doing a lot of stuff, different things. Uh, I, you know, I've been working with the homeless. At the same time, I've had a bit of time out from doing that, so I can record my next solo album, which mm. will be out probably February next year. Nice. Which will be titled "A Post-Apocalyptic Storyteller," or for short, "The Past." Basically, now that's that's to me. I ain't really been excited about making hip hop music for a long time. Why is that? Um, it, it's ch- it changes a lot, and I I don't want to be the one standing there trying to um, rain on anybody's bonfire. I, you know, I I believe in change, and I kind of lost enthusiasm for it. You know what I mean? I, mm. I, I, I couldn't understand where I would fit in today's listener's mind. You know, so I mean, because I've spoke wow. to Farmer, and he kind of he was saying the same thing at one yeah, point. Yeah, it's age as like, well, bro. You yeah. know, like I'm 39. Farms is 41. He's got grandchildren. You know what I mean? Like, um, young granddaddy. You, you, you start <laughs> thinking to yourself, well, you know, what what is it I want to say? What is it I'm trying to say to this young audience? And yeah. you know, it took me. I, I was getting beats from all kinds of producers who were sending me good music. It's not their beats. It's just nothing was making me go. Mm, Mm. You know what I mean? So I'm writing, but none of it's really like it, I'm listening to what I used to write, and I'm thinking, well, this sounds better to me. So why am yeah. I gonna? What's the point of me putting something out that ain't as good as what I used to do? Mm. I might as well just leave the memory rather than you know what I mean. And then suddenly, like I've been learning to play a guitar, and I've been coming across musicians, and kind of like we, you know, I was going in a folky direction, and then one day I, I just sat and come to me, and it was like, you know what? I need to grab a couple of these musicians around me. Mm draw them in and direct them in what sounds I need to hear to make hip hop out of mm. so that's so all, the whole album's non-sample the, the, the ethic is non-sample I've got harp on there I've got guitar piano flute s- drums you know all, so on and so on it, it, you would think it samples when you hear it because it's done to sound like hip hop mm. music so it's not going to come off all airy fair to be honest it's hard you know what I mean what I'm doing is uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to make people say rah it honestly is. It's going to make people take a step back from themselves and say, you know what, Chess never really went nowhere. I was going to say, I don't think there. there's ever a record you've been on where people haven't gone, rah! You, yeah. you know, for me, it's like to follow up on From the Ashes as my last actual solo thing, which was, you know, it's superbly produced by Slippers and his, it, some of the, the other musicians on there. It's all live music. And then we spent a lot of money getting that mixed professionally mm. and mastered, which Task Force never have ever done nothing like that. Mm. And I can hear the quality of sound. I needed... I wanted to follow up on that, you know, I've done a couple of little mix CDs and uh, this, that and the third, but I really wanted something 
what what matter to me more than anything you know is like i, I realize there's going to be some of these young uns they they they're going to relate to it mm. but they're not going to relate to the stuff i used to do because they're too young to understand the moment of what it was you know what i mean because our music kind of encapsulated a moment that will be timeless for those of us who lived through that moment mm. yeah but if you didn't live in that moment now it might not capture you like that it you, captures some of them you and know? you know what's so deep i've heard kids say nowadays where they're like Kendrick Lamar, he's he says too much. It's too deep. Mm. Like where it's just too. Got yeah. yeah. Like how worrying is that? Yeah. Yeah, and to be honest, I don't even find him that deep. If I, I dare say yeah, that yeah, in public, yeah, like, I'm not about. a fan. But you know, what I mean, like, I, I'm not a hater either. It, ju- it just doesn't resonate with me. Yeah. No, but I mean, when you compare him to say like Two Chains or something called Bow Wow, I don't know who they are. I know nothing about their music yeah. either, but yeah. I'm just saying I know Man, enough to know that. Man, two chains is deep. I, you know I've got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he, he sounds like a deep guy. You know he does mean? sound like hey, a deep guy. Yeah, I tell you one thing: he walks around with two chains. I was going to say, oh, I, you know what I mean? I wonder so if his cousin's called Two Cars, and yeah. then he's got a brother called <laughs> Two Girlfriends. Well, apparently his friend's got four dogs. You know, he's got two packs of beer. There's a whole crew then rolling. But I mean, so now, do you feel like you like? Because the thing is, like, I always think about like the younguns. You know, when it comes to making music. You obviously people feel like hip hop is a young man's game, is a young man's music, but we've got you know, there's still like public enemy are still making music, yeah. Ice Cube's still making yeah. it. there's still people putting out stuff that's not necessarily just for the kids, it's for people of that have, have grown, grown up, up with them. Yeah, listening to what so uh, did, you, did you come to a point where you were like, you know what? Like uh, it doesn't matter to me as much as it as it did say a year or two years ago. Or are you st- do you still feel like oh, I need to touch these kids? No, do you know Pause. what? I, 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 do you know what came to me? It's no, like <laughs> I wanted to show off again. You know what I mean? Because l- spiritually speaking, as a human being in self development, mm. I've come so far away from who I used to be as a younger person that like the egos dying and there's certain things that I'm not trying to quit when I was young I wanted people to fear me as a vocalist mm. I wanted people to understand that I will outdo them without wanting to even try and outdo them I wanted people everyone peers and alike to know that I was a force to be reckoned with and I'm Aww. good at what I'm doing because yeah, I was never good boy. at nothing else you understand what yeah. I'm saying it makes so me so as happy a, as a young and I wanted to be like watch this you know my teachers told me I won't be nothing but mm. I've got I've got more words than all of them I will bury any of them with words and I, <laughs> you know I came and I, I did what I tried to do and then gradually as time's gone on and I'm trying to develop myself as a human being and not really let music develop me as a human being but internally I've, at a point in my life I was struggling I had all kinds of issues I wanted to better myself for myself and mm. it took me away from the ego of what a musician you need some kind of ego in music you need to want to stand out from the rest of them and not what I did is I I, I said to myself spiritually I'm this musically I still need to express some kind of need to show off here you Mm. know what I mean what's happened uh, yeah it went away for a while because I Mm. weren't bothered you know what I mean to me it didn't matter if they think they're this or they think that and it still don't matter about what anyone's thinking it matters to me that when I come with what I'm about to be coming with people stop and say rah I gotta check myself. Mm. So when is this stuff? When can people? February, February. There'll be there's videos. There's all kinds, you know. And like, in all honesty, there's deepness in there. There's everything you'd really expect from me as a person is all Mm. gonna be in there. But we got like that last tune we was here in the intro. I've got a couple of just look. I'm gonna fire up on you. Please, that's what you meant by the hard. It's hard. It's punchlines, bro. It's bars. You know Mm. what I mean? And I ain't ripped bars like that for time. Where in my own mind, I know it don't matter who is listening to. 
that if they're rappers and they're into lyrics they're gonna say gonna right that's bars but mm. like okay that's bars you know because you've I mean? been doing the poetry thing as well yeah i do poetry like spoken words cool it's a whole different thing i, I don't i don't <laughs> rap at poetry gigs i just i, I like I do acapellas i actually write poems and yeah. i write kids stuff and all kinds of stuff like words are important to me you know what i mean but somewhere in amongst everything like sobering up and stuff in amongst that for a, for a month or two three four five six months even it, it, i was still being creative but it, i could see that i was gonna find myself in a in a different space and then all of a sudden it happened and like i said i got these musicians around me and they're very very talented musicians and i started directing what i want them to play and how to play stuff and we we're coming out with this awesome sound and it's all themed and conceptual you know it's all very apocalyptic very dark sounding and um, to be fair, I'm like mad excited about it because it's, I'm, uh, mad I'm proud of it. You know, them me. ones, it's like pride. Like, I'm, I'm standing there and I'm thinking, cool, I'm proud again. Well, yeah, you know what? You hear, make man. us all proud. You've made the oh, UK nice. proud. You Thank have you. because you, you are a true ambassador out there flying the flag and setting the bar yeah. of what setting this should be about. You know what I mean? Yeah. And people should, we need people who are going to put the fear <laughs> of rapping into other MCs. And then it's Just, good that we're all kicking each other up the butt. You know what I mean? course it's and healthy competition yeah exactly, exactly. that's what exactly what i'm talking and so about it's a shame when we have like long gaps of time where we don't get to have, have that, that happen energy yeah. from you projected there's, there's a lot of ego out there now which it, which is nothing to do with us or any it, a lot of the current artists who are having popularity they they think they invented this thing yeah. and do you know what i mean <laughs> to them it's not it's not really healthy competition it's Just unhealthy yeah, because they, they 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 have no respect for anything outside of their own boundary whereas with me I'm always it's everything's love with me I'm you know I've got no I'm not trying to stand in no one's lane or zone and and tell them they ain't them and they can't be what they are but people have to realize like that style that they stole off me years ago is still mine <laughs> and like I'm 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 back I'm back here now to say listen you lot, you lot all sound like me but I, I sound like me more than Bruv. you they wish Bruv. they sound like you so like, he wrapped it up in a nice little deep package that. that's what I was I was trying to lead to that like do you, you know you heard me already I was like that. right do you hear like there's a lot of people out there now that well, you could go right. That's he must be bumping Chester P. Like I don't even regular. feel like that. It's not. You I know? don't feel insulted, but I don't feel like I'm people sure. are stealing from me. I feel like nah, people have been inspired. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, exactly. They say you know? imitation is the greatest th- th- form of flattery. Yeah. They do say that, but I think not imitation. I think that. imitation <laughs> is the weakest form of creativity. Exactly. So, I mean, exactly. You know what I mean? Like flattery is cool, but creativity is what we're dealing with. Thank These you. Are, That's what drives me crazy. I don't feel like they're even imitating. Some of them are. Some of them ain't. But they're trying. Some people are just in inspired and like i'm proud that it's caused that given them what they've got in life to to move on and become who they're becoming in their own right these you know there's a lot of people who have taken stuff from task force and some of them admit it and some of them don't hey it's better than people taking their cues from some doo-doo that's out there so that's the glass half full way of looking at it and the other thing that i love about you chester is that you know you're not a one-dimensional person you're interested in many aspects of the universe whether that's nature politics and I know at the moment you've been 
uh, doing some uh, homeless uh, yeah. charity related what work. What is like, this? What can you explain? What where's where was the inspiration for this? And like, what is it about this? Because uh, I, I saw a video Sarah sent me, and uh, it was like hip hop homelessness. And I saw you you're helping people on the streets, like really on the streets. Yeah, yeah. That have no choice but to be on the streets. Yeah. So what can you break that down? Well, you know what? Like I was sat there and I realized I have a following, and I realized I can I can sell merchandise to that following be it music, T-shirts, whatever. And this Chester P for Mayor slogan's been around for years, as yeah. we know. And <laughs> yeah. I thought, let me just j- bump that on a T-shirt, sell it, take the money them T-shirts earn, buy sleeping bags in the factory from China in their hundreds, get them shipped over here and give them out to homeless people in person. Now, there's three main things about doing that that was important to me. That primarily, it was to help people over winter. You know what I mean? And make sure that it's not going to change the world, but it's a footstep in changing their world for a night or two and and rekindling some faith in their humanity. The second thing about doing it, what was important to me, is getting hip-hop involved in doing something constructive again and taking taking it away from this it's all about me thing. It's become such a self-centred thing. And that's what I was saying earlier. We featured um, Rizzo has done this um, big donation to like help kids who are incarcerated by by using their chest. Yeah, it's dope. And it's like that's to me what your duty should be as someone with a profile you're meant to use your platform for the greater good of your community and you know that's really how you're serving your community and we stand on the shoulders of our community too so it's the uh, the natural thing to give it back but I want you to keep coming through in uh, t- to the show and keep this uh, you know thread keep going yes yeah, keep cool, us on cool, our man. toes Chester with P what for you're mayor, up mother to. Lovers. well I mean uh, as it stands that I've got like a compilation album of all British artists is the next way I'm going to raise money to buy sleeping bags and there's literally like 30 tracks on this thing why don't you Love yeah it. let's get a maestro track on there man mm. yes. you know what I mean yeah, and, I still that, rap. that's gonna go like, yeah, <laughs> I, I, know, I, I heard it along the grapevine and he ain't biting from Tossful never mice has been there from Dot man but you know that's that's carrying on and it, 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 it again it's like I say getting hip hop involved but, but then also it's like it's stuff that was always on my mind when I was going through struggles with drugs and drink and stuff that you can't you, uh, you, when you, when you're an addict to something, which I won't get too deep into, you you you, you can only be selfish because the only thing you're thinking about is making sure you've got the things you're addicted to. Mm. And all my life I was living like that. I knew that. Uh, I had more to offer the world. Mm. And, you know, as soon as I sobered up, I had spare time, spare money. The amount of money you save by not smoking and not drinking and taking other <laughs> substances is, is is unreal, I promise you. So I said, Aww. I really have to do something positive with this. Otherwise, it, I, I might as well just be carrying on doing that stupidness. Mm. You know Thank you I mean? so much, Chester. Well, That's I want cool. you to come through again next month and we're going to keep this ball rolling, keep building on this whole theme. You know, Chester yeah, Peter Mayor. We're gonna, I, I want to see that campaign follow through at some point yeah but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not running for mayor yeah. I'll, run after, I'll run after him with a burning stick or something well we can help you with that gunning, as well. you're not running yeah. for mayor you're gunning for gunning, mayor gunning yeah. after him yeah. <laughs> Boris the Piffle Johnson but that's hope, his name you know we the hope piffle, you run you um, stay with us for a short while coming up before the end of the show we're, each week we're doing a special open mic where so we're inviting know, two MCs let me just tell, to the people show know Chester was there from day one as well when we used, we started up a night called Kung Fu um, Kung which we used to run in northwest London 
London and we you know the big north. part of it was north obviously London. showcasing yeah let's get this right Camden's north it ain't no north west north okay just say <laughs> it has a W you're dealing with two right. north yeah, Londoners here okay that's actually saying W yeah 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 that's, uh, that's why I said it right. Camden on I apologise guys don't jump on me don't, don't yeah. rush me for this one but so basically you know the good thing about it is that we used to showcase talent so we used to have task force other people come on and perform but we also used to do the open mic thing so that MCs will get a chance to shine. express themselves shine see get feedback find out whether what they're doing is the right thing go home and write more lyrics like that or go home and write better lyrics than what they did <laughs> so we want to carry on with that tradition with this new show and we've got an open mic section every week we're going to have um, a couple MCs come up spit some bars and you let us know you follow them you, you know what I mean at least they get somewhere a proving ground where you can find out more about them and this week coming up we have Genesis Elijah wow holding mm-hmm. things down for the UK and we have international representative flown all the way from Canada to be here with us yeah, today yeah boy that's wow. how real it is <laughs> Sites is in the building so hold tight because that's coming up just around the corner Chester thank you so much it's for chatting with us always a pleasure always, 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 always play always. something fresh from our man Endemic do you know Endemic? but yeah it's pretty yeah, yeah, yeah. with like Kappa <laughs> Yeah, he's working with a bunch of people, you know. No, he's been putting in the grass. So hold tight. It's Food Bar Radio. Chester, I hope you hang around for a little bit longer. You're tuning in to Sarah Love and Mice Diggy. You can hit us on Twitter at Food Bar Radio 2. Open mic coming next. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> was that that was endemic? Who was that rapping on it though? So that's uh, featuring Emerald and ah. Skanks because Endemic's done a whole bunch of work with international cats, but he's uh, representing yeah. Derby. Great that's producer, where my roots man. are at. Shout out to all my family Is in it? Derby. Yes, well, I didn't know that. You got rid of the accent pretty well, didn't you? <laughs> got rid of it pretty well, didn't you? Oh, there's a lot of you lot There's nothing wrong with the Derby here, accent, you know. I didn't say there was. You're the one who got rid of it. <laughs> Listen, I'm what born and raised London, North London. I'm typical oh, right. North oh, London your accent. roots are there. Okay. But my yes, bad. you're tuning into Food Bar Radio with myself, Sarah Love, and my sticker. We've got a couple shouts, isn't it, before we get into this open mic? Yeah, well, yeah, let's get back into this indie versus um, corporate thing. So, uh, Keith in Epsom says, Hey, I only buy records from an indie shop. And my veggies from an indie greengrocer. Got to keep it real, ain't ya? Ain't ya? Keep it real, yeah? All right, mate. That's, yeah, Keith. Big up, Keith, man. But I'm saying you're losing out on the uh, reward points. That's all I'm going to say on that one. Uh, Charmaine in East London. She says, hey, guys, loving the first show. Thanks, Charmaine. Uh, In my head, an indie girl through and through, but love me a Boots Advantage card points. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you there. Got got she's to get these points for Christmas it. presents. She's saying she's got to get them for Christmas presents. That's right. See, that's someone who's really thinking about what they're doing and balancing it out. Not unlike Sarah, who's not really thinking about the family by giving her points to somebody else in the queue. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say on that one. Listen, the, I'm just your hating folks on in all Derby, entities. Yeah, well, your folks in Derby might not be, you know, appreciating that. So we're going to jump into the open mic section right about now. And we have with us in the studio our man Genesis Elijah. Can I get a check one, two on oh, the microphone? There we go. Let me turn your microphone up. That'll help. Up, I won't try to sabotage your bars then. And um, Sykes, how are you doing? What's good? What's Representing good? Representing Canada. 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 City all day, baby. Whereabouts in Canada are you from? I'm from Vancouver, man. Vancouver. I'm yet to go to, to Canada, actually. I need to get out there. So, um, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll drop you a line if I'm heading. I live, here. I live here now, so. Oh, yeah, boo. so you, you fucked but that I'll one up, you up I'll get you sort it out you go I hear it's no quite problem. a civilised place Canada yeah we're chilled out it's pretty de- we're, it's the west coast mentality there's a lot of weed yeah. out there right so make sure you're yeah. wrapping yeah. into everything's the everything's legal man you can walk around you're good as long as serious you, as long everything's as legal as long as you don't got too much not everything as long as you don't oh, got too much I thought right? I could get my pimping on you just out get a little there. you know fun. what I'm saying get some hoes <laughs> out there you know make 
make me some money put that bitches on I'll the street. I'll hook you up there too. No, yeah. no. <laughs> He's a troublemaker. So, guys, make sure you're rapping into the front okay. of the microphone. Yes, like so this. Like like these are real MCs up in here. Like You'll this. be surprised how many MCs come here and then they don't know these basic kind of yeah, things. But these so are I'm sorry pros, to baby professionals. Me. Guys, what, um, can you give us like your, your Twitters and your handles? How can people get hold of you guys first? Jen? I'm the easiest man to find in the world. This Genesis Elijah. Genesis, like the Bible. Elijah, like in the Bible. It's easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm Sites Twitter at Raw Sites. Okay. Raw Sites. Wicked so, um, I don't know which MC one of you sites guys on is going to spit first. But um, I- I'm looking forward just to, for this live raw energy from you. Are you ready to go? Okay, yeah, Genesis. Let's, let's do this. Let's right, do this. Yeah, yeah. You're tuning to Food Bar Radio. It's my Stiggy <clears throat> Sarah Love right about now. We're about uh, to get the sounds of Genesis, Genesis Elijah. Elijah. Yes, 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 yes. Here we go. <laughs> Yo, anybody can get it, get in the way Let a stray hit him, dog. my bread is setting the pace Tell him, nobody's safe if they ain't set me a place Tell him, nobody eats if I ain't filling my safe Listen, I'm just trying to get bread for my kids Keep my kids fed, ain't nobody in my kids But yeah, how it is, doing my thing Had to freeze her cause I messed up the verse But you know how it is, come through Never give in a curse Yo, sorry, you know, yo, yo, I'm, I'm going Patrick Bateman on this rap game Never underestimate, I'm loving the landscape, London, life I got dreams and I'm scoring like Mike, you can hear me now Supermodels full throttle, tell me how I do it, man I can rock a crowd, I go so stupid And do music like I'm on an elevator And I'm going to the top, I'll catch you later Yo, I got the eyes of a serial killer If you blink, think twice, cause I won't look familiar Ah, I'm a weapon like a girl when she's taking off her clothes She about to rock my world, yeah, do that Keep them high heels on with them blue straps In the bed, I hit you with them new raps But you don't even know what's next I had to kill you after sex. <laughs> what up? Because oh, it's uncensored. Dear. It's uncensored, yeah, baby. You can uncensored. say whatever you like. That's the nature Trust of me, football. I think you took it too far, yeah? But uh, cool, yeah. Well, tell yeah. him how it goes. Let him know. Let him know. Spit that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Don't leave your beat round me, true MC for real. Ask anyone in the scene, bury anyone if anyone disagree. Same for anyone if anyone disagree. Never been easy for my team. I was dead in beats, speakers blow like Pablo, Medellin, kerosene flow. Most potent you ever seen. Tell them we reign in the darts like Cherokee. Original man, planet Asia. Gal wanna taster, Fred's wanna taser. Wanna lock us down, cage and erase us. Outrageous, but Mate, that ain't how mummy raised us Went school surrounded by danger With a razor tucked in the blazer Never blaze, never puff, nothing strange I was stuck in a maze I was trying to stay awake cuz Whoa, yo, yo Hey yo, hit with every uppercut I'm meant to last my therapist I'm bored and plays with C4 Acting like a terrorist Put dynamite on carriages Yes, I know no limits And pop bottles are riddling While I'm fucking riddling Rhymes like a Gatling gun Tommy gun You don't really want a part of this Then why the fuck you gonna ask me, huh? Live by the sword, but you die by my words I'm a bloodthirsty werewolf, I howl on the verge <laughs> Destination tabs, there's no speculation when Fangs are sharp as razor blades, amazing when some angels came Can't escape the fact that this is more than just a brazen game Battle of the violent, survival of the fittest The only thing for warriors who tango in the scrimmages is vicious when I hit at you uh, ah. Okay, Jen wow. You got another verse for us? I got another one, I got another one, I got another one Alright, yo Hit it 
My tongue is something wicked Rips apart and sharp enough to cut you with it Plus my flow is homophobic But it's you ain't fucking with it oh. God forgive him but my lyric Stuffed him in a duffel bag His muffled screams are nothing What I spit disgusting stuff's horrific Cut from a different cloth You're soft and alley Nothing living Often I think I've been giving Niggas too much trouble Give them double vision Pummel to their buckle dinner Puddle pissing blood all over Bust up home broken bones are covered in it Game changer Came out the manger With a flamethrower Insane flow Deranged animal Blame Noah Came close to G But you can never be me Aim lower Lower your expectation Basically your brain slower Rain snow Hell sleep I'm nightmares on Elm Street In hell fumes from hell Breathe Hell fire melt beats Beat mice can tell that my appetite's healthy Yes I body the beat I don't need nobody to tell me No no yeah. no He don't yeah. need nobody yeah. to tell me This him. is straight Lost off one. the top I'm chilling in bar. That's right Let it off like a Glock Don't give a fuck who you are I'm psycho <laughs> Don't know where these rhymes might go Chilling with Maestro <laughs> And my man named Sarah My girl named Sarah Thank Fuck you. that No one Thank can compare you. to ya Cause you ain't Bruce Jenner That's right Because that shit would be mad whack what? That is right What, what the fuck we gonna do I'm I kick ass like Kung Fu Run through the opposition Split them like commission There ain't no decision I'm ripping the freestyle That man I fucked up with that shit Like a penal Oh shit here we go again Phenomenon off the top And I be blowing MCs And then you know I win I'm sick I'm a sick sick MC Don't tempt like epilepsy Pop you like a can of Pepsi Bitch Here we go again I cross this out Just like a crucifix Yo And you ain't used to this Abusing this Like rhymes I blow it up like landmines You can't define the rhyme Like Einstein I'm ill Off the top of the dome Pop you like ecstasy pills What the hell We really gonna do again I'm chilling in London Meeting all my brand new friends Fubar Radio Here we go Off the top of the dome I'm blazing MCs Up in the studio And I'm done Freestyle off the top of the dome what up, son? Squad, I roll up on a dark horse, the mask of the task force. Slap you with an iron fist, welcome into my abyss. The mad scientist, fresh from the depths of Highbury. Walk with my people on my mind, not beside me, the sun dancer. Last chancer on a silver lining, I'm always loaded with the dumbest answers. The Superman lover returns with a fire burning in my heart's furnace. I'm from beyond all your petty stances. My short fuse is the muse that I use daily to move through the blues, use and abuse in the booth, crazy. Rude dog polluting the mood with my droogs, maybe all these new brains. Tried to refuse me the truth lately The last oh, king standing oh, Walking oh. through the valley of crows But I'm not Brandon My mother ship's landing You rappers are all dormant My people's all bandits I covered the four corners Avoiding stormtroopers And government warmongers Take that officially Break beat greatness Still tread weightless With back benches My rap tires snap dentures Back tires rappers in phlegm For my last venture I'm an old school miser Built like MacGyver Waking up at Toon's Gate To run up on the pipers As wild as a crew of bikers From hell A lifetime in this rap thing Step to the back And let the cat sing Jeez. Stepping from a dank shade Back from a rampage On a blank page I baptize you With a bad taste I pace mate And leave a trail Through the space age Skyskillus Macy Gray Saber Two face ache I'm groundbreaking Behind my eyes My mind's chasing The last of Skywalkers I send you to find state And under megatons Of brimstone Sagas of a vagrant I'm pretty and I'm vacant Trapped within a ringtone The dark night Is precisely Fuck the yes. kind of moment I try to devise a rise In obliging my only omen oh. Surprising myself Reaching the words that were wisely chosen Enticing the mind of those Who were blinded by the motion <laughs> the, Yo, last glance of the lord Of the fucking fireflies Stab the tired eyes of hip-hop With a branding iron I stay poisoned like it's Kool-Aid and cyanide Crash your circuitry I'm heavy like the hands of giants Cold blows I oppose foes With a chokehold Stick to throwing fucking darts In my photos You don't want to jump From your pram with a vibration I'm the same guy Who taught you the reason For migration My only libation Is words and a couple pads to fill I'm not the guy Who's providing Damn. you With sounds for mass appeal oh. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, that was disgraceful.
disgraceful. Disgraceful. That was disgusting. That was disrespectful. Disgraceful. Uh, the phone's blowing up. Like, what the hell are those bars? Yeah, where the heard? hell did we get phone lines from all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> That's how deep that was. You are locked into Food Bar Radio. It's the Vice Diggy and Sarah Love Show right here, mother lovers. Thank you to Genesis Elijah. Yes, sights. Hey, Chester P coming there. Just sprinkle some of that. Chester stuff there. Share any links with us. Where can people find you online? Like, what's that good Ooh. stuff? Yeah, I'm sweating Genesis. right now, boy. At Genesis Elijah. I'm, I'm easy to find. The, the single Homicide out 27th of November. Yes. At Raw Sites on Twitter and uh, Instagram MC Sites. I just dropped a new video um, with producer Curtis King about two days ago called Headliner. And then last month, a uh, video called Clowning with uh, featuring Keith Murray. So, oh, yeah, yeah. We saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah so clowning. you guys go uh, check that out. Nice. Yeah, we'll chest check chest. That out. Tell yes. what's your, what's your links. Um, you, down, you can find me online, generally washing lines, just hanging around <laughs> like a crazy Batman or something. Um, if if you don't know my online stance, then I guess you're not really meant to be following me, so don't watch no faces. I love that, that promo, that promo angle. Go on, there, go on that Food Bar Radio I've, Twitter, you see. I've got um, a wicked PR agent, and they told me never to give out any of my social media sites because you get stalked by weird, dodgy people. Tell me about it. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah's, Sarah's always getting stalked by weird, dodgy people. <laughs> Basically. So I stalked can her I just for say a few that years that myself. Almost, say it's you. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's you and all your ears. I, I want to clarify my line in the freestyle too, but go on. Now you cleared it. You cleared it. You're Sarah right. got it wrong. You actually said, and you're not Bruce Jenner. <laughs> that's yeah. And that's when Sarah yeah, got yeah, all yeah, offended. Yeah. It's true. No, yeah. it was before. So that I, had, I had to like make it right. I had to make yeah. it right. <laughs> She's suffering from Halle Berry. It's the here. freestyle though. Sometimes, sometimes your mind just loses Berry itself. So. It's all that, that almost DJ. turns into What's a up, Sykes Sarah? versus Sarah. Yeah, I was waiting for Sarah to drop some bars on it. I was better watch out, Sykes, next week. I'm going to have a whole track. Ready. firing shots at you no, guys man that was, that was beautiful man and this is how we want to say it off every week we're going to have MCs come in and just go off on one yes. spit a few bars and let you like hear exactly what hip hop is meant to be like uh, you know from around the world so keep us keep us uh, in check and make sure you, you lock in every Monday from 4 till 6 right here Food Bar I got Radio. a dope MC in mind too Okay, well, yeah. he'll have to pass the um, test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He will. Send in your music to hip hop. <laughs> send in your music to hip hop at foobarradio.com. That's hip hop at foobarradio.com. It will go through the uh, the uh, procedures. Nat. Yeah. <laughs> the, Nat, the, the she, you know what I mean? We'll find out whether you're worthy or not. But we want to make sure that MCs, whether you're known or unknown, get a chance to come up here and spit, you know, what That's they're meant big. to spit. And thank you so much for tuning in. You can get in touch with us in between the show as well on Twitter at foobarradio.com. Radio, email yeah. us hiphop at foodbarradio.com next week you need to spread the word because we are going to be talking to the one and only Legend. five dog of a tribe called Quest wow. who's going to be on the show so make sure you lock in Mondays 4 till 6pm Maestro right. and myself will be taking care of you thank you so much for joining us thank today you, guys you for our much. inaugural Ooh. open mic what does inaugural mean man I've been, try- I've been trying to work out how it to means say she that went word to school. <laughs> exactly. it means I watch university challenge yeah it means that you don't do hip hop university challenge Shout out to no, the winner. I did the rip- Hashtag <laughs> I won this week. That was the first tournament. The first round. Yeah, yeah, that was tournament. the first round. So 
So you'll so, have to keep it locked for uh, to find out who wins the um, second round next yeah. week's show. Monday, 4pm. So much goodness. But yeah, like I say, Five Dog is going to be chatting with us as well. And Chester, we hope to see you mm. next month too as a weekly feature of Politicking with Chester P. Give us an update on what's going on. You know, and um, yeah, we have um, just about time for I just got some shout outs. I just want to shout out. Shout to Gleam Mac. Shout to Chew. My brother Chew's locked in. Shout to... uh, Leader Flavor, who's locked in right about now. Shouts to Senzel. Shout to Jordan Roberts. Yes, you can uh, catch us. We're going to be up online. You can catch the, the show later on because he said he had to run back out to college. So he missed out if on half If you missed anything, you can hit up the podcast. Just go to foobarradio.com. We're on iTunes and all of that good stuff. So um, no need to miss out tents. at all. And um, we are out of here. Uh, keep it locked to Foobar, Foobar Radio, though. Awesome. Peace party, people. One love.